Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. If you had yesterday off, I understand it feels like a Monday, but don't say that. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around here somewhere. This is the Morning Sickness. And off we go. We were just talking about that. Just spun me. The Diamondbacks are talking about getting a new stadium. And uh, then it dawns on all of us that the fourth oldest National League stadium in baseball the Diamondbacks. Chase Field. Chase Field. Bob Chase Field. 1998 they yeah, built it? They built it in 98. It is now 25 years old, and that is old and worn out and useless and everything else. So they're starting to talk about, well, we need a new place. We're going to start looking around. And <laughs> Will it be downtown? We don't know. But they can't open the roof anymore when people are in there because it's too dangerous just in case. I wonder if they build a new one. They'll bring Drew Haybata back. Wow. Oh, are you, are you itching for that job again? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you think maybe that's a good idea? You staying out after nine on uh, game nights? I don't think that's <laughs> Two a good, years! Yeah, I know. That's too long, Brady. Yeah. The games start at seven. You're usually in your nightcap and your, your gown by then. It's not. It's a terrible plan for you. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that's a good Maybe a couple of day games. Revisit. But that makes you wonder how great the construction is on Wrigley Field. I think it was built in 1914. I know it's been, you know, touched up. Everything that old has to be, but like this uh, stadium was built like a tract home. Yeah, it's it's all cracked <laughs> up like a yeah, like a like a Mason chicken wire chicken house. house. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, all right. So it's all cracked up. It's twenty five years old, and they're like, well, this is ridiculous. We need a new one. Like, why? It's a the field seems fine. Let's redo some seats, and well, the roof is broken. And like Wrigley Field, they've added on to it, and it's like fine. I don't understand anything that's going on with this. So. They're going to start hitting us up for some cake here pretty soon to build another billion-dollar baseball stadium. We'll see. If they if they pay for it themselves, it's fine. I want them to stay. I want them to be downtown. I want a new stadium. That'd be great. But Rather than a, uh, an audition, you could just do a minimize it. Well, Actually, that's the problem with that stadium. You'd yeah. have to tear it down to do anything. You because want to keep it's, it about 30000 maybe. built on the structure that the roof has to be a certain way. So in order to do that, you've got to take the roof off. And to do that, you basically are tearing down the stadium. So there's no point in, like, it'd be so, like, cost prohibitive to try to redo that thing. It's just dumb. Unless they made it something else in the outfield, like I built a mall in there and then just scooted seats in. But Why don't they do it like too. some of the uh, playgrounds here in the, you know, they put that giant screen over it, put big four poles over it, put the sunscreen over it. And then tear it down dome. underneath that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just reduce just the. Put it, yeah, that's a terrible. You're, you're, you should have been a city planner. Wow. You'd have been fired in minutes. You'd we have broke this a record. Done in twelve months. <laughs> so you're saying we put a tarp over it <laughs> and then not tear it down. Nothing bad will happen. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. So let's try it. Well, it's a better idea than tearing down a 25 year old thing that's now obsolete. It's crazy. And I look at 
you know, Coors Field is the third oldest one. We kind of yeah, ninety five. I'm looking at them yeah. right now, and that's they don't you don't hear them bitching about needing a new stadium. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they are, but that's mm-hmm. a cool place. That stadium's amazing. But they can revamp that because it's it's not some technological wonder with some creepy weird. What's the capacity thing. in that on the at Coors Field? Uh, let's see. Oh, it's probably like thirty-five or forty. It's pretty big, actually, for baseball. So but that was, you know, they were thrilled to have the 50. Rockies. Is it fifty? They can. Yeah, up see, up they 50. started. I think that was the first. Like, we'll we'll get a bigger crowd there. They had some monsters because of football and stuff, and they wanted, you know, concerts. And they were, that's a big one. But yeah, Denver. Seems like the American League got has mostly the older stadiums, yeah, like yeah. Fenway. Uh, Baltimore's now like Angel Stadium. Yeah, yeah, but they hold up. And Angel Stadium got completely redone. Well, like, the A's will be moving too, and so oh yeah, and the A's are going to have a brand new there. stadium in uh, in Oakland. But that's not a stadium; that's a temporary warehouse. Yeah, Kauffman Stadium. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to build the Diamondbacks a new stadium, or they'll move. And right now, I don't think anybody cares. I think if the Diamondbacks threaten to move, I don't think anybody outside of like people who have their fingers crossed that they win again someday, it would suck. I mean, it definitely isn't a good thing, but I'm. I'm now, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just one of those deals where if you sit and bitch about, you know, government taxes and this is and that's and they're taking that. And you can't let companies just threaten to say, well, if you don't like us, we'll go somewhere. All right, then go somewhere else. I think that we did that with Robert Sarver when he started to, he lipped off a little bit about the Suns. They're like, you can take them. You've ruined them. You, and this was before they were good again. And he started to say, well, the stadium downtown's not that great. All right, bye. Well, I'm not going to move them. They got all weird. Like, I'm not going to move them. That was the first taste of Robert Sarver when he did that little video at home apologizing for, hey, I, I didn't realize everybody hated After me. After flamethrowing. Yeah, yeah, I think he, that's, that was our first taste of him being Michael Scott from The Office, is that he honestly thought, everybody thinks I'm hilarious, everybody likes me, I'm the most liked person in the city, and then he mouthed off and found out quickly, we don't like you, screw you. And that apology thing he did in his backyard was like, I, I had no idea you guys were this, you know... Uh, venomous towards me this is weird and then of course it came out later although gotta say for robert sarver to do what he did on the way out the door it was one of the most i guess it's a, a gracious dick move it was one of the most uh, i don't know generous asshole things i've ever seen someone do sure he was banished from the kingdom of the phoenix suns he was told he had to leave sell his team and all the employees hated him, and they were ratting him out to ESPN, and a bunch of them sat back and, you know, screwed him rotten through the press. And on his way out, he handed a bunch of them checks for twenty grand, and notes that said, you know, thanks for being part of this whole thing. And so, in a way, if you were one of the mouthy ones, and you worked for the team, and you got a $20,000 check on the way out the door, as his way of saying, hey, without your help, I wouldn't have been able to sell this thing for $4 billion. I did real well on this deal. And they're like, oh, damn it. You know, you know, I think you're a you're a real f- jerk, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's a check for twenty thousand dollars. Thank you. Well, you're thank, right. Thank, you're right. You, you've the, learned your lesson, evidently. You're a good egg now. For the ninety five percent that I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, twenty k. How big a dick does your boss have to be to not be a dick anymore? And I think twenty grand's about right. Yeah, pretty good price for <laughs> me. It's a pretty good price for your boss to go, all right, I'm sorry I was a dick. Here's $20,000, and I'm never going to see you again. This might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I, if if Trip had some sort I'd love him, but if he had some sort of a, a falling out with everything, and I'm like, I have to talk about this on the air, and Trip did terrible things, and blah, 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 and it just became something you have to confront, and, uh, you know, 
Then he gave us all twenty thousand dollars and left. I, that's the that he'd be my Santa Claus forever, my man. Sorry about pantsing you at that party. Yeah, well, it still pisses me off. They still call me tiny because of you. Here's twenty thousand dollars. See, it's not so bad. I can get over things. Do it after. Do it before. Hey, can yeah. I pants you for twenty k? Essentially, okay. it's the Kobe Bryant forty carat ring to yeah, Vanessa. no yellow diamonds, <laughs> right? But- and it's sort of the same as when. A guy does that, you know, a guy screws up and everything, and then you see him, and she's got a brand new gigantic thing, and you're like, mm-hmm. kind of had to buy my way out of this one. But it's it would, but essentially it's the same as him, if Kobe get, got her the ring, and they still got divorced. Because he can't be part of this. 20 grand, I yeah, can tolerate a lot of behavior. Yeah, would be, he would have stayed. Here's 20K. Right, yeah, and, and I'm sticking around. But I gave you all, and now you got to be nice to him again, because he gave you $20,000. Twenty thousand dollars and is that's a nice gift, parting gift from a an asshole. We talked about it yesterday, though. I, I'm sure he had a notepad saying, "All right, this guy is oh, yeah. getting twenty grand. And this I guy's not getting twenty grand." Guarantee you. However, those were uh, you know distributed through the office. There was a guy loudly saying, "Here's your check for twenty thousand dollars, Brett, from Robert Sarver." Hi, Brady. You get a check, <laughs> Brett, for twenty thousand dollars for being a good friend, Brady. <laughs> and then he walks to the guy next to him. Hi, Toledo. Here's a check for twenty. What about me? Oh, I guess your your little uh, op ed piece in the Republic didn't go over as well for Mister Sarver. So his hand hurt from all the pantsing you told on him for. So we didn't write you a check. Here's a mug. <laughs> Here's a goodbye mug. <laughs> by the way, there's no more styrofoam by the coffee. You're not allowed to have that. Hilarious. So yeah, twenty grand I can tolerate. If somebody says if I give you twenty thousand dollars, is this okay? I'd be like, yes. We're good. Yeah, it's, I think we're all good. Right. Memories come back all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you just remember all the good times. This guy wasn't had a good so, run. He was funny once. I remember that day. I'm going to focus on those days. Yeah, you can rose color up a lot for 20 grand, but that was a pretty baller move. And also, passive aggressive to go, you guys realize that you made me sell this team, and I bought it for $400 million with partners, and I'm leaving with $4 billion. That's a pretty good ROI. In uh, 18 or 19 years. I'm going to go ahead, hand you guys a couple of pennies, and I'm going to go off to the island I just purchased and never be seen again. Banker Bob did a, that was a pretty good purchase. And the people that were at that meeting where the kid got pantsed, that were actually like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. The ones because that were you know, high There were so many people like, oh, couldn't have pantsed a better yeah, and person. And now the precedent said that if Trip pantses somebody, to, I'm going over and high fiving him. <laughs> Because just in case he gets outed for this and has to leave, and maybe I'll get the check on the way out the door. It's it's a way to be nicer to the toxic work environment boss. He pants that guy. Did you see it, John? Did you see the pay? Oh, I saw it. It was great. He's hilarious. Put that down. Write that on the record and tell Trip I said that. Yeah. Who was against the pantsing? Seems like only this Homebird character was for it. Loyal soldier. 20,000. Pretty smooth move there, Sarver. But twenty grand's nothing now. So what do you walk in with? What do you walk with? What kind of bill? Well, I think he had like forty-one percent or forty percent or something like that. Maybe high thirties of the team, and he bought it for four hundred. So you know, thirty percent of the four hundred was his money, and then he leaves with four billion. So thirty percent of the four billion becomes his. Because I know he gave what five million to Sons Charities, and then yeah, he handed over charities for six million. Yeah, he's still okay. He's still good. He'll be all right. Yeah. It makes you want to just 
spew off slurs at work. If make they, if the only way out, you have to sell this this team, and it has to be approved by the NBA. Oh, in that case, what? What did you just say? You heard me. I said out loud. Now take your pants down. I want to see your pee pee. This is a toxic work environment. You better goddamn believe it. There's a billion dollars. Now get out of here. <laughs> you take your billion and you go stand in a corner until you figure out what you've done wrong. Yeah. The corner of the Caribbean, you idiots. I'm leaving. The real punishment would have, like, he would have had to have been the president of just the Mercury. Like, oh. he has to stay on and be the president of the Phoenix Mercury. Oh. He'd have been handing out $20 checks instead of uh, 20000 The best part about it is Brittany Griner, um, Russian felon, just got a check from the Mercury for 165 grand for her next one year deal. For her one year deal. And then you think about it, and Sarver was just chunking out 20 grand to like, you know, vending machine people and concessions and all that. And they always say, hey, WNBA, we can't pay you. <laughs> what do you get? 20 grand to hand to people in a day. Here you go. This is for you. Here you go. One for you, one for you. Not for you, WNBAers. That's, and all they're begging for is cash. She's Man. got incentives, $500,000 if she dunks in again. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's incentives that if she can actually play basketball well, they'll yeah. pay her a little more. If you dunk a ball, because it's a pretty good popular basketball move, if you dunk in the middle of a game, we'll give you 2500 bucks. Whoa! During the season, less than 10 falls on the court. Right. If you stay Promise. upright, if you stay upright for an entire game, Sarver comes back, gives you another twenty grand. That would work beautiful. <laughs> You know that's impossible in girls' basketball. Everybody fall down. They turn up the gravity. We understand, Brittany. It's very difficult for you ladies to stay upright during the game. But if for no reason at all, like if you get bumped into, we'll give it to you. But a lot of the times, uh, girl basketball, you just fall down. We can't figure it out. I'll try to stay upright for that extra 4500 in cake. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I also saw yesterday uh, on the news, and I like this story. I think this is fantastic that the it's just in the in the out and open. They have a place, some coffee house that does all sorts of stuff over in Tempe, uh, and they have goofy nights. It's Tempe. It's a college. It's, yeah. They're going to do goofy stuff. So they had a uh, um, drag queen reading hour at this coffee place, and they encouraged people to bring their kids down, <laughs> and so they did. And then there was a bomb threat or something. And people said they were going to firebomb it. And they're looking at it as a hate crime. And it dawned on me that 2023 is less tolerant of, you know, drag queens than our grandparents were. Which is a really weird thing because Milton Berle was pulling like 25 million people a night dressed as a woman doing comedy. Flip Wilson loved dressing up as a broad. And they thought that was the funniest thing in the world. They loved drag queen stuff. They thought it was great. We can't have RuPaul on TV without, you know, lunatics writing about how it's uh, going to ruin society. And I'm like, well, how come our grandparents in the 50s and 60s could watch it and just dismiss it? It didn't mean that everything was going to be gay. It's different if you wander up in a dress to a kid and start buying All in a label, right? What do you mean? They didn't really call it drag queen. Sure they did. It was called dressing in drag. You were in drag. I didn't didn't really... He did his whole act in drag. So yeah. Flip Wilson. Flip day, Wilson's a drag show. Like it wasn't a drag show. It was like he was in drag character. But I get because I, when I think of drag queen, I think of like oh, it's a modeling show. Can be. It can be anything. You're dressed in drag. If I came in here in women's clothes, it was John's dressing in drag. Yeah. So it's it is you know 
a tolerance thing that we've lost or like it, it they're saying society's going to be ruined if we keep this up we that was the most popular that was the very first most popular tv show nationwide that was the american idol of the 1950s everybody gathered around their tvs to watch milton burl come out dressed up as a woman and do comedy in drag and our grandparents didn't mind it they were like ah this guy's funny and they probably said some terrible things about it but they didn't it didn't stop their day how come we can't do that how come we can't as a society today have something bother us and not have it just stop us cold so what the coffee house had some drag people reading to people who voluntarily brought their kids down i think it's weird that's why i wouldn't go but there's your option you just don't go to it i you know i wonder if it's so i mean most recently was that uh field trip i think it was in florida or somewhere they sure, went down to the drug down drag to the bar right and to read to that and that's where i think maybe some of that it's going to be, uh-oh, they're doing this again. But the right. overreaction, absolutely. The indoctrination is different when a school, a public school, says, let's go watch men dressed as women in thongs read to kids. It's a little different. But if it's just fun, but people want to blow it up, like religion's got, but religious, if you pay attention, that used to be the way it was for Shakespeare. Women weren't allowed to do anything. They had to dress men as women every time they had a play because women weren't allowed on stages. And then in the 50s, Milton Berle was on as a woman. And it was hilarious. And I don't think the fabric of society diminished at, you know, to the point where, well, that's it. That's the end of everything. But they lose their minds over this stuff. Oh, no, we did get bell bottoms and things like that oh, right after that. It does so, ruin you know, fashion yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, it does. And then, you know, the, you know, you that do polyester of the 70s. The ambiguity of, yeah, men looking like women all the time. Yeah. But, you know, they're still men. But it's, you know, you don't have to do it. And that's what I don't get people that threaten to blow that stuff up. You don't. It doesn't mean you're going to have to do it. It doesn't mean you're going to have to dress as a woman. You can have Kirby out and some drag queen reads her uh, some excerpts from To Kill a Mockingbird, and then you can tell her in the car, that was weird. You're allowed to do that. It doesn't make it. And she might go, I loved it. Or oh, oh, that boy. was really good. What you're really afraid of is your kids will like it. That's what people are really scared of. So they just put these big, well, I don't want my kid to think that's neat. Or this is... Uh yeah, this is the way it should be. Right. Well, yeah, but they, they're going to find that anyway. RuPaul's drag show is pretty funny. I don't know if you've watched that. Have you ever watched I it? I haven't. No. It's actually pretty funny. It's difficult for a man to understand how another man does that, especially all of them can do the splits like hard onto, like they jump and then land on their balls. And I'm like, where are their balls? Like, I don't know where they put them. And, it's, and they're like, oh, we stuff them. I'm like, you stuff them. That's worse. I've had my balls go in my ass crack before <laughs> you sit down it's the worst feeling in the world so that yeah so it but it's hilarious because they're willing to be kind of outsider freaks on my tv and then you find out they're hilarious i don't want to hang around them all day long it seems exhausting i wouldn't want to it takes me i wake up every morning and i wander around for a little bit and then i get when i get serious about leaving the house about eight minutes i brush my teeth for most of it you know, half of that time is me brushing my teeth, and then the rest is just water on my face, uh, powder the balls, and go. I, I can't imagine getting up in the morning going, oh, so much glitter. Where's my wig? It would take, I, I, that sounds awful. As a man, that's the whole point. We don't want to take time to get ready for anything. So do I want drag queen friends? No, we don't have anything in common at all. Do I want them to entertain me? Yes, very much so. Would I take a kid to a reading of a drag queen thing? Maybe. 
just to, especially if I thought my kid might be gay. I guess if he, if he lights up too much, I'm like, oh boy, I got one. Dan ever bring you? <laughs> he would check you out. If, if my dad was, uh, if I was 12 again, and it was 2023, and my dad was who he was back in 1984, he did looked at this drag queen thing. I got to go see if this lights the boy up. <laughs> he needed to know. Like that was so important to him to find out if I was or was not gay. He he I, he swore by it. I'm, I'm sure he talked to my mom nightly. I'm sure he talked to his friends. Like, what do you do if one's gay? I mean, can you fix it? <laughs> it had to make him insane for, from about age 11, probably until about 18. I, he had to assume I was gay. And because there was so much pressure at the house to make sure I wasn't gay, he made he talked about girls with me in the weirdest way that I didn't ever tell him anything. I told him nothing. You never bring girls to the house because you'll get weird. I don't want you getting weird around it. Your sister brings all those Mexican boys. I know she's straight. <laughs> right. And she's a whore. So, I mean, what are we going to do about this? You want me to do that too? <laughs> I just would like to know. Oh, that uh, it's, it's back to the beach in Cal- Huntington Beach laying on that thing. And he sits down next to me in the sand. Point out a few of the girls you would think are attractive, please. <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> well, do you, how about this one? No. Well, I... Is it is it because she's a girl, Dad? Enough. Do you want to go get some high heels and walk around the apartment? No. <laughs> I'm okay. I will still care about you if you if you want to have chocolate fondue, pee pee. Stop it. But yeah, the drag queen thing kills me because it's just like this big deal today. And in the fifties, our my grandpa loved Milton Berle. And he would make comments. People aren't as funny today as they used to be when Uncle Milty was on TV. You mean the guy in drag? Yep. Hilarious. And then he loved Flip Wilson. He hated black people and loved Flip Wilson. Because he was there to entertain him. And somehow or another, we lost that. Like, our, we, we, we don't understand being offended. or It just doesn't make any sense. One of the, uh, it was a UFC guy, I forget his name, is in trouble. Because he said, uh, shame on ESPN. He tweeted out, shame on ESPN. I had to have my kids turn away from the television so they didn't have to watch two men kiss. Oh, it's an uproar. Get him out of the U.S. He can never fight again. It's like He's a devout Christian. He's uh, loaded up with the Jesus. And that offends him. But I never... I, 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 That's his choice. So what? Like, right. Who cares? Just shut Just up. Turn the channel. Just shut up and turn it. You don't have to make a big stink about it. And same with ESPN. If you don't like it, I don't watch ESPN anymore. Less because of the gay and more because everything's, every single thing is an action move. Everything's a cause. You can't just watch a game and have ESPN tell you. They'll give you a story about that, you know, the guy who scored 35 points in the college game. Both his parents died of drug overdoses while they were, you you know, raping a muskrat. It's always just, you know, drama porn that comes along with everything. I just want to watch a game. Without having to worry about you know how sick that guy's mom is, you know, it's the TMZ of sports. Is all terrible. ESPN is now cleats for cancer. I get it. If you do that stuff, that's nice. But we don't have to be drubbed over the head with every single movement. The Suns are doing it this year. Every game is a thing. This one's for the Indians. This one's for Gay Night. This one's for. I was there for Chinese New Year night, and uh, I don't know what the hell was going on. They had dragons and Asian employees out of nowhere. They hired him for a day, which I think is more offensive. Asian people running around. And then this guy with a unicorn head comes up to my row and starts handing out these 
you know, they look like uh, Chinese uh, invitations. They're bright red with Chinese writing on them. Inside of them was like Panda Express or something. Like I to break know. the cookie open? <laughs> no, it was no cookie. Oh, okay. That's what I was hoping for. It's a treat. <laughs> and then I find out that this guy is an Instagram superstar called Unicorn Head. He's got like 40 million followers, and all he does is just wander in and out of places with this, you know, terribly cheap unicorn head that he wears around and just normal guy clothes. He's unicorn head, and that's... <laughs> It's the weirdest thing in the world. But everything's a cause. Every single time I go to a Suns game, it's for a thing. Like, tonight we celebrate women with club foot. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many causes do you guys dig up and find here? This is insane. And then the worst one of all, celebrating the 30 years of not winning a championship. I still don't get that one. I'd rather do the club foot night for the ladies. than. But yeah, I just don't, you know, if you don't like drag queens... Tell your kid, we don't like drag queens. We don't need to tweet about it. We just don't like them. And you're okay to do that. Or, drag queens are pretty funny. Don't go, you know, bringing them to the house and stuff. You're going to make me uncomfortable. But watching them on TV is hilarious. They're very funny. They're weird to me. And that, and they know they're weird or it wouldn't be a TV show. Everybody knows drag queens are weird or it wouldn't be an entertaining show just to watch them dance around. Yeah, RuPaul gets it. RuPaul completely gets so he's it. He's like, like a six-five dude. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the back of the Barnum and Bailey Circus. He knows. Hey, want to see something weird? Yeah, watch this. I'm going to come out dressed as like kind of a woman that you may think is a little bit attractive. <laughs> like you, you're a ball. You look like no. You look like Mr. Hanky, only really tall. Like, no, watch this. And he comes out kind of hot. And you're like, oh no, he's not. He's just being himself on the show. But some of those dudes, I watched on the RuPaul drag thing the other day, and this guy did the, one of them, another one, they all do the splits, but one of them did the splits, and his pants just went right up his ass, and I went, ooh, nice. Wait a minute. Oh, I had to stop oh, myself. Oh. I was like, it's a nice ass. <laughs> that dude's got a great ass. And that's what they want you to think. They want you to start being gay. Well, it's not going to work. That's right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk me into it. Maybe for 20 grand. <laughs> If Robert Sarver's like, lick the tip, here's 20. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. It doesn't make me gay. It makes me a whore for money. Completely cool with that. So if RuPaul showed up at 20K? Oh, yeah, it'd be all on. over that thing. Dep- I wouldn't, I, you know, like I got a higher price than 20K to go, you know, full bore slut. <laughs> but I'll give you an old fashioned for $20,000. You write me a check for a solid check for 20K, I might reach over and I'll give you the over the top version, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the friendly from the left. I'm I'm going strong. I'm southpaw to the bullpen. I'll sit in the passenger seat and make that ride comfortable for twenty thousand dollars. I watch that happen in the uh, the Mormons. They do that all the time. That you know, my brother B gave his uh, man. Did he? He gave him a nice one. It took some time too, and he just all you got to do is look away and have some Kleenex handy. I get that stuff all over me all the time. Not other people's, but my own. And it's, you know. It's okay when it's your own, It though. is weird. When yeah. it, if, you know, if, like, right now you just did a little friendly fire action and hit me, it would be, like, the most repulsive thing ever. <laughs> but pretty much six times a week I'm wiping that stuff off of me somewhere. Or waking up with a weird, hey, I got in my arm. I didn't get that off. Like, you get a weird, like, it looks like you put a little cellophane on your arm. <laughs> or you put a shirt on and say, oh, I missed a spot. Damn it, I got to change the shirt again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. We've all been there. I don't want yours on me. I guess it's the same as if I just started drooling, it wouldn't bother me. But if you spit in my face, it would be a fight. Uh, it's a, we live in a strange place. I'm now curious, though. It's great advertising. I want to go down to this you know, drag queen reading to kids thing. And why do drag queens want to read to kids? 
I guess they just care. <laughs> but if you've got a kid that you think might become a drag queen, you should per- you start letting them know, here's where they hang out. And you got a lot of work ahead of you. You've made life a little harder than it has to be, Todd. <laughs> I just think their dresses are beautiful. You are. Okay. But the last thing I want to do is be a woman. And now you're volunteering for it. Oof. Good. Go get them. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. Dress up like a woman today. We should have that for work. And boy, could you imagine the flip-out that would occur if work had dressed like a woman day and guys had to do it? <laughs> Trip would be standing on uh, Kitty KB's right, down, right the down the hall. They do it every day. Sissified that thing and it works. <laughs> uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800 and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. You can drive away in a brand new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details.